Hello, welcome to Locked In. You are in the bedroom studio again. Welcome to my humble abode. Uh, it's Sunday night, but it's Super Bowl Sunday slash Super Bowl Monday here tomorrow. I'll be excited to be cracking beers at 8.45 in the morning. I know that that there aren't too many reasons that you can do that on a Monday morning at that early, but hey, you know, take a day off from work and the Super Bowl is definitely one of them. Now I'm excited. Uh, I know maybe a bit odd. I don't know. I think a few people will be NFL supporters, but a bit of a carryover from uh, a past life when I played a little bit more baseball, and we used to have American guys come out here and play with us. And yeah, Super Bowl was something that we love doing. So yeah, there's still a few people out here that we like to celebrate with. I think it's one on one tomorrow, and I'm excited. There's nothing better than watching the Super Bowl. Really like it. I think some people really hate it, but. I mean, I don't mind. I'm not 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 a huge uh, huge proponent of NFL generally, but I don't mind. Should be a good day tomorrow, and hopefully, I don't know who Chiefs Niners. Uh, I'm not really swayed one way or the other. I think the only thing that I really grinds me is maybe Nick Bosa and what a a vocal conservative, racist, homophobic idiot he is. But aside from that. You know, Niners, okay, happy if they win, but probably go Chiefs. Haven't won one in 50 years, so we'll stick with them. Anyway, I wanted to talk about Sam Jacobs. Now, I know I talked about selections that I hated. I was going to do selections that I hated. He is certainly one, but I thought given what's happened over the last few days, we've had Gorn go down with an MCL at training up in Queensland. We've got Brody Grundy, who apparently is not doing match sim due to conditioning. So the questions are starting to come. I'm kind of glad because I was so bored. I mean, even I'd reverted back, even after my love affair with Tim English and a couple of other ruck options, I'd reverted back to Gorn and Grundy because, well, purely because I couldn't find a reason not to and I had to find the cash elsewhere to get them both. I think, honestly, if they were both a 1,000%, even a 100% fit firing, I don't think there's any reason I could find not to start them both because they are absolute scoring beasts and I didn't want to be left without them. But now that we have some fitness slash injury concerns over both of them, I think it's valid that we sort of dive into the what ifs and if one of them doesn't start round one, you know, maybe that's a subject for a whole other podcast. But I've talked about the rucks that I like previously. Big fan of obviously Tim English, big fan of Riley O'Brien. I think if there were question marks over both Gorn and Grundy. I would love to start both of them because I think they're both going to have extraordinary 2020s. Even Sean Darcy, potentially. I know I've been uh, copped a little bit of shit for mentioning his name as a potential selection. I think if he goes R1, he's going to be super valid. Again, preseason watch, right? And yes, Luke, he's a blob. I'm going to throw you under the bus one more time. You called him a blob. Anyway, he's going to be all right. I think he's going to be okay. So, <sighs> Sam Jacobs. Now, there's two things I want to talk about. He is old as fuck. Sam Jacobs is <laughs> he's 32. He's four years younger than me, or three years younger than me. Anyway, he turns 32 in April. He's the oldest, I think, of these recognized Ruckman. He's older than Goldie. He is on the decline, and there is no doubt that regardless of how consistent he's been, and he's only missed one, if you take out 2019, so 2014 to 18, five years, he's only missed one regular season game. 
hats off to him. I didn't realize he'd been so durable. So that, that's a huge stat for Ruckman. What I do want to talk about is how he performs against recognized Ruckman. Now, I'm only going to talk about 2018 and 2017, and then we'll talk about some of the factors that influenced 14, 15, and 16. So last year, obviously, 2019, he only played the five games, averaged 82. Essentially, he lost his job to Riley O'Brien. GWS saw that as an opportunity. They swooped on him. Yeah, it's valid. I mean, they needed a Ruckman. Mumford wasn't really cutting the sauce slash the mustard. That's a terrible joke. Anyway, 2018, Sam Jacobs played 22 games and he averaged 84. That's a bit meh. In all honesty, not something I'd be hanging my hat on. He had arguably, you know, probably one of the top five-ish midfielders running around. I mean, he had Sloan, he had Crouch. There's some talent there. I mean, he certainly didn't have spuds running around beneath his feet. So to only throw up an 84 is is pretty average. And I think that, to me, is about where I see him averaging this year. Sort of that 75, maybe 75 to, that's a big gap, but 75 to 90 is about where I see him. And I don't know if that's enough. Even though he's only priced at, I think, sort of 65, he's 348K, I still think you if you're going to select him R2, you're selecting him to put up uh, put up a ton. One, probably 100 to 105 to really get the value because otherwise you're just going to be losing points to everybody else, I think. Anyway. Against recognized Ruckman is probably the major concern. I think you have a look at most lists now. Most of them are going with a recognized Ruckman. There are a couple that are still sort of floating it. Even the doggies have come around. Uh, even, well, you can call Nank and Soldo kind of semi-recognized Ruckman, but there aren't as many teams that are running with this no-recognized Ruckman nonsense anymore. They've, they've come to their senses and realized they need to have a monster in the middle. In 2018, against, say, I've got the top sort of five recognized Ruckman here. So we've got against Grundy, Gorn, Stefan Martin, Goldstein, and Jared Witts. He had 67, 42, 68, 97, and 76. So he's not a good competitor against the recognized Rucks. That's valid, right? In 2017, he had a pretty reasonable year. He played 22 games, averaged 95. That was arguably Adelaide's best year for the last decade. They made the grand final, obviously had a shocker. But the trend still continued. Against recognized Ruckman, he had a 61 against Wits. He had 141 against Melbourne, but no Max Gorn. He had 82 against Brisbane and 97 against Collingwood. So he's still scoring okay, but it certainly declined in 2018 versus 2017. And then the other thing I want to talk about is kind of this where the Ruckman graph meets, right? So Gorn and Grundy really emerged in 2016 and 17. So Gorn in 2016, Grundy in 2017. That's kind of when they announced themselves as as the super coach Rucks. At the same time, Jacobs was kind of dying off. And this is his trend pattern. So 2014, and keep in mind, he played 22 games for all of these years except 2015. 2014, he had 115. That was his last real sort of stellar year. He had 108 in 2015, 86 in 2016, 95, which again, reminder, was Adelaide's best year in 2017. He had 84 in 2018. And last year, he played the five games for 82. So he is declining. And I don't think 
putting him in a new space, even though he's going to have some talent at his feet. I mean, having Whitfield and Kelly and Caniglio and Ward running around beneath you, he's going to help him. Like No doubt he's going to get more hitouts to advantage. I think where he's that's where he's going to have to score his points because he's going to get thumped around the ground, and that's how... He, that's how it's been historically. He's not getting any younger, and I really think there are better selections out there spending a little bit more money and not taking on as much risk because does he play all 22 games? You know, fitness starts to come into this, and if he, he had a couple of injuries last year as well, which is what gave Riley O'Brien the opportunity. So I don't know. I, I don't see him as a really, really solid selection, and I think... I'd pay 100k more and get Tim English, who I think has another... He has that 20-point scope for improvement. I think even Sean Darcy, who is about 50k more than Jacobs, if he shows off well in the preseason, he has a huge scope for increase at 400k. He could easily be 550 by the end of 2020 and actually a really solid R2 choice if Gorn and Grundy aren't running around. So I don't know. I don't like the Sam Jacobs thing choice. I think it's people kind of reminiscing. Maybe he he was a really good ruckman. He was. There were years, you know, where Goldie and him they were the the top dogs. They were the one and two selections. Sort of after the Sandy Cox, we had Goldie and and Jacobs, and now it's it's Grundy and Gorn. Anyway, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't think he's. I don't think he's a valid choice, a valid selection. I would stay away from him. I think, yeah, the other thing I think people are trying to do is free up cash to try and get that that other midfielder in, that fifth or sixth midfielder. So I would abandon Seb Jacobs. He's declining. He's not worth the money. And you can all send me this podcast once he finishes the year, plays 22 games and averages 105. And I've burned another Supercoach year. That's what we love about this game. And it's the beauty of opinions. But no, I hate the Sam Jacobs pick. Ditch it. Don't do it. Don't you know, save yourself the hassle and the stress. And hopefully, let's have our fingers and toes crossed that the big GGs are back. You know, they strap it on for 2020, and we don't have to answer this question. But if one of them isn't, please don't pick Sam Jacobs. I think it's a horrible choice. Anyway, that's my horrible opinion. Let me know what you think. Uh, I will be back. I want to do this selections I hate because I've got like a whole bunch of them because that's the beauty of. <laughs> all right i'm tired i'm out it's sunday go go football tomorrow go chiefs yeah i hope the chiefs like pat mahomes go home go homes frog mahomes Woo!